Welcome back to That Talking Thing. I'm Kim. I'm Jason. This is Episode 5, Season 2. We have some business topics today. We do, and they're mostly my topics, so I'm going to be interviewing you for the next 15 minutes. Let's do it. Get prepared. The first topic is making a distinction between the quality trust and the quality trustworthiness. Mm -hmm. This came up in our exercise to write core values for our business, for our team. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to figure out the core values there in draft. One thing we wrote was honesty, trust, and respect was how I first phrased it, I think. And my first thought was, well, that's obvious. That's just people stuff. That's not business core value. Everyone should be honest and trustworthy and respectful. Um, I know I said trustworthy because trust doesn't make sense. And that's what we figured out was, so, so we were thinking about those terms and the next exercise is, okay, what's a specific instance of displaying that core value? And I realized, oh, I wrote trust, but what I really meant was trustworthiness. And the way I separate the two is trust or being trusting is something that I can exhibit toward you. And trustworthiness is something you as a team member can exhibit independent of anybody else. You can be, you individually present as a person that is worthy of being trusted. Yeah. And it's, it's earned, right? So there was kind of a situation where I, I took a moment, I was having an interaction with an employee and I was like, oh, wait. I'm not exhibiting the core value of trust. We haven't like spread the message of the core value yet. We're still finalizing and spread it. But I'm thinking it was like, oh, in this moment, I'm not, I'm not trusting them. And I was like, wait, I shouldn't trust them. They got to earn my trust. Doesn't trust something that's earned. And I was like, why should I trust them? We're like, I, I feel like I trusted them in a similar situation in the past and they dropped the ball. So like, I don't trust, I was like, I don't trust them. But it was like, so I was like, oh, trustworthiness is really the value that we want our team to have. And, but. So then I felt it's trustworthiness, but then I felt that's very similar to honesty and respect. It's kind of in the middle. So what I ended up doing was making honesty a core value and respect a core value and trustworthiness went away. And it's kind of consumed by those, the current draft of the values. Really? Yeah. So we, I don't know what you think about that. So res, I mean, this respect is, uh, or honesty and trust go hand in hand. That makes sense. It's like, if, if you lie, you lose trust. Uh, so a person that's yeah. A person that is continually honest is trustworthy. Yeah. But then you also have to like deliver. There's also this like personal I feel like trust is a loaded word too, because it feels problematic when I was thinking about it. I was speaking with someone and it was I was saying like, I want to be able to trust that this will get done. But and it, I wasn't saying like you, I don't trust you as a person tonight. I, I just mean there should, like, I shouldn't even have to trust you. There should be a process in place on the business. And it doesn't even matter if it's you. This is like a business systems thing. Like if we get rid of this person and we just keep the process and give it to someone else, like they would run the process the same way. And I want to trust that the outcome is going to be the same. So it's kind of like, so I've been having these discussions around trust, like as I'm kind of spreading these core values out the team, like, what do you think about this? And I realize, like, oh, it's so loaded if I say like, I feel like I can't trust you with this. It's like, oh, why? And I'm like, oh, because... It's a, it's a developer thing and you're not a developer. Why would I trust you to be able to write code? You need to be able to. But where does, where does the yeah. core value of we're all on a meeting, mm -hmm. there's a to-do list item and someone raises their hand mm -hmm. and says, I will take care of that. And right. a week later we check back in and yeah. the thing that they, they raised their hand to do 
is incomplete. Mm. And I think that you, by eliminating yeah, the term trustworthiness from core values. Where would that fall? We have, okay. It's not a respect yeah, thing. It's a respect thing, yeah. It's not a honesty thing. It's like it, if you say you're going to do it, you do it. That, is that being respectful? We also have a value about owning your work, which maybe that example would fall into. But that's why the next step is to write out the stories around these. And I think it will help us shape if that was the right decision to split these up, or maybe if we need to reword them, or maybe it goes back to being honesty and trustworthiness or respect and trustworthiness or just trustworthy, you know, or, right. or some form of that. Yeah, that's it. That's it's like, yeah, really thinking about one of the, the cases where we talk about trust and trustworthiness as an example is times where as a manager, you get a feeling that someone's not delivering, someone's not showing up, someone's not putting in yeah. a full effort that they've right. committed to. And you don't do like this. I do this. Back. I occasionally no. will look at their GitHub activity oh, yeah. or I will look at their activity in the support forums and emailing and I'll look at yeah. the amount of time that they began and ended Slack messages in a day because we don't time track. So it's yeah, it's negative to get to a place where you need to be a super sleuth about yeah. somebody. Yeah, yeah. But it is it's a it's an activity you engage in when the relationship of trust is broken right. between two people and they they tell you they're doing this thing. They tell you they've made progress on something. Right. But there's no obvious way for you to confirm that that's true. Yeah. Except for their words, which for whatever reason you don't have any faith in at a certain point. Yeah. That's where That's good. It's I guess very that's specific. the story for trustworthiness in my mind, I guess. Yeah. Never get us to a place where we have but, to look I, at your activity on when was the last time you logged into our P2 chat? Oh, never in a week. We have a one less login plugin yeah. on that. Yeah. Why? I, see, that's the thing is I don't want us wasting our time like following up on people. So we need to make sure that we hire trustworthy people to begin with. Yeah. And if we realize we get to that point, it's kind of uh, the the trust was broken somehow. It needs to be repaired. And what is the, we need like a framework for addressing that at that level. Um, yeah, it needs to be. Yeah, I think it needs to be conveyed. I think, you know, depending on the level, I, I, that's what, it, that's what, it, why some of these things, it's like you hire, you, sometimes you expect people to do these things. You're like, why wouldn't they? But some people need to be told exactly what to do. So it's not, it's it really depends on the posi position. position. If you're like a manager or leading stuff, it's like, hey, you got to be part of the team and owning yeah. stuff. I, you know, we do expect that of you. Uh, but if you're, you know, you're like, I got my work done. Yeah. Is your work transactional? Is your work inspirational and creative? Yeah. Can you, is your work dependent on other people in the organization that, that work flows between us? Yeah. And I feel like some of those other core values, like take it, Address that. some of those things too. It's interesting how this all works together. It is. But I, I like, yeah, it, I feel like the need, if you feel like the need to snoop on people, say, like, ooh, like we, sh we shouldn't be in that situation. We should be able to trust everyone to like own their stuff and handle their shit. Yeah. You know, sorry. But the, uh. This is a business one, maybe in the family one, we try to. I don't know that anyone's listening to our conversations with their, with their children around okay. drinking cocoa. Be okay. We got to move on to the next okay. topic, yeah. which is learning how to devote the appropriate amount of time and energy into a project. And I think it's a skill that anyone in a decision-making position in our team needs to hone. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious if you think that either of us have honed it or if we're mm -hmm. exempt from that practice. 
Yeah. I said, go ahead and put this topic on. And I was like, I don't know the answer, but this will be fun to talk through because I, <laughs> I feel, I feel I'm still working on this. I, I also feel that because we're the owners of the company, we, we, whatever we say happens and we don't, whatever we're working on, like almost by definition is the most important thing, even if it's not. So, um, like we get, no one's checking our work, so to speak. But we also um, don't set yeah. very firm deadlines on a lot of things. We yeah. do cycle work. We say this should take this long. Yeah, it's not to say we don't think about it, but it's like I, we haven't been forced to like optimize that. Right. Um, but I think it's an interesting thing to talk more about. Yeah. yeah. Setting deadlines. Mm -hmm. Looking at a task that feels very grand, very long. Yeah. And asking a person, how far could you get? in a day how far could you get in two hours yeah. how could you time block a little bit and say i only have one hour how far can i get yeah hmm is it do you view this as a skill that people could train i i feel like that work we're doing of these are our core values this is our goal the big goal turns into smaller goals, into smaller goals. And then the work is part of that goal. And then if you're working on something and you're like, wait, is that part of our goal? You know, a bug comes up. We have 70 add-ons, so there's bugs all the time. Or maybe this came into our mind too. There was like a plugin coming up and someone's like, oh, I could fix that. We could do that work. And we're in the middle of a cycle. It's not part of our cycle. It's probably not part of next cycle. They're definitely our customers that need that work. But if yeah. we fixed every 15 minute bug, that we could, even if it was only 15 minutes, like we wouldn't have time to do right. the rest of the work that we're doing. Um, there's always going to be things we can make better or, or do so. So that's the, yeah. So I'm, I'm th that's I think whenever we do that, we have to write that. Well, why, what am I thinking about? It's yeah. like, like, oh, it's not tied to cycle work. It's not, you know, yeah. Because so. customers will bring that bug up and tell you how it's affecting a large number of users yeah. in your base and it's embarrassing and it's, mm -hmm. it makes the whole thing impossibly use impossible and not usable. We had, uh, someone in the WordPress give that comment world, give that comment back to us that why does it operate this way? You really need to update it to work like other things. And the truth is it, it can already work the way that they'd like it to. Yeah. And use that workaround, use the other recommendation we have for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. The wrong developer mindset might take that feedback, be offended by it, and immediately try to fix it. Say, right. oh, throw everything else out. We don't need to do anything else today. This is so yeah, we important. We should be careful. Like a squeaky wheel is getting our attention yep. more than, you know, than that than deserve. And we, we have that trouble too when customer support sometimes we're trying to debug something and we're like, oh, if this is, and this is part of that heuristic too, where you're like, maybe it's a quick fix. Take a look. You know, you have permission to spend half an hour trying to figure this out. Oh, I figured it out. Okay, is the fix like another half hour to an hour? No, nah, it's probably going to be like a day maybe, and I'm not sure. And it's like, okay, stop. We're not going to fix it now because yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to throw everything off track. So we just log the issue and say, we'll get to it when we get to it. And then they're like, what should I say back to them? And it's kind of like, like you should say that. Then yep. This is an issue. I realize. I'm sorry. We're not going to fix it now. And like, it's hard to do to like tell a customer, you know, that we're not addressing it. Um. So severity of the issue, yeah. is it security related? Time to discover and identify like a path to how you'd solve it. Mm -hmm. 
time to actually solve it. People have to review it. There is like a lot of. And how, how many people are, are other people having this issue? We're more likely to do it. Is it tied into other work that we're going to do anyway? Like we're might more likely to look into it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's tied into work, but it's kind of a different direction. So there was an issue recently in like the pay by checkout on, it has to do with like this pending status, send an email when pending status is closed. And like, it sounds like a really simple thing. And I'm like, oh no, like this pending status, we're in the, in the core plugin and other add-ons have other pending statuses. And we have this kind of bigger issue of like, there's four things called pending and they're all different. And it's very confusing to like users and developers, like what's supposed to happen. So we've had hours of discussion about, could we fix the pending status and realize that's like a huge effort. It's so funny. Like when people are just, I don't know why you shouldn't do this. And it's like, what do you think we're doing every day? Like this 15, 17 of us, eight hours a day, seven hours a day. It's like, we're like, we're thinking about this and do it. Like, that's a huge effort. And it's kind of, oh, so we could do like a little, another Band-Aid fix in a direction, but it's going to complicate this bigger thing. And so sometimes it's like, eh, this is frustrating, but we're not going to really fix this stuff until we fix like a core issue. And then that should enable us to kind of move faster on things like this. And that's part of software engineering and software architecture. And I always fall back on this idea that like no. that developers aren't great at identifying an issue and putting it off for later. Oh yeah. And that there's a quality that makes someone an excellent developer that doesn't make them an excellent person at learning how to devote the appropriate amount of energy into a problem. Yeah. And they're at odds sometimes. It yeah. I mean the number one like I'm a problem solver. I think you're a problem solver. I'm just, just put the problem in front of Kim and she solves it. It doesn't matter what it is. So like we both have that mindset. I think that's crucial to being like a good programmer is you run into a, a you know, the first time you code, it doesn't work. And like, you can't help yourself, but keep trying and trying and trying until you get it. So yeah, it's really like against our character to then be told, you know, that's not that important. Don't figure it out right now. And just in the back of your mind, you in the shower and when you're sleeping, you're thinking, yes, oh, maybe this, maybe that. When I think of cycle work too, Sorry. we've done pitches where we, somebody came to the betting table and said, I think this will take four weeks. Mm -hmm. And we've said, what if you had two? Mm -hmm. And that makes them. Come up with a different. Solution. Come up with maybe a different yeah. solution or pair things down or. That Chris Lemma has that thing. Energize. days, two weeks, two months thing. It's like, what's the, and we'll say that too. It's like, sometimes we know, hey, four weeks is too long. What's like the four day version of this? Is, is that. Band-Aid fix it. So, okay, in this case, is that good enough? Is there a way to get to good enough in a shorter amount of time? We have another topic, but we're trying to keep these to 15 minutes. So I say we hold it. And this okay. is not a weird, awkward yeah. teaser. We didn't plan it, but we maybe went more we over what the topic was. Maybe it should be a weird, awkward teaser. Okay, go ahead. The topic was shady marketing tactics. And if karma in business is real, will it come back to haunt you if you, do, 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 do. you know, perhaps... Do something shady for money or and partially inspired because someone told us we have shady marketing. Oh yeah. And we took it super serious. It's why I think it, it yeah, is. Yeah, we're gonna get into it's it. It's an we'll talking it. Yeah. Okay. Next time. Sweet. Thank you. See ya.